Good afternoon. My name is Jeff Riley. I'm your host today, and I am joined by my lovely guest, Kelly Armstrong. Hello. So, uh, today's podcast will be about conflict and time management. I chose this topic because it's something that I personally struggle with. I don't like how today's society runs around time, um, and it just makes sense to, to get this out there to the world and Maybe because I'm a procrastinator most of the time, even though I produce very good work, I thought to touch on the subject, the subject of time management. Uh, so the things to get out of this podcast um, would be that why is it hard to get things done, how to assess time properly, and how to get more out of time. To start it off, let's go into how time can be mismanaged and its effects on life. That's a reason why it's hard to get things done. For me, I work way too much. I probably pull 50 to 60 hours per week. And on top of that, I take a full course load as a student um, attending school with an internship going on concurrently with my work. I find that I have zero time right now to manage really anything, including doing this podcast, which is kind of ironic because it's required for class. <laughs> but I um, I really like using time for what I want to do. And part of the problem is in the conflict that what my perception is of how I should use my time which versus what society likes to see what I should use my time as. In order to enjoy life, you have to make money, or if that's the perception that you want to own a home and that's what your enjoyment is. So for me, I like to spend my time the way I want to spend it, but in order to do so, I have to work. So I have conflict um, between how I use time and how it should be managed. Um Let's kick this off with uh, what your viewpoint is on how you conflict with time currently, Kelly. Um, well, right now during the quarantine and uh, shelter-in-place order right now, I kind of have a lot of free time at home. Nice. However, <laughs> yeah, however, um, you know, I because of that amount of um, freedom I have right now being at home... I don't go to bed at a certain time and I don't wake up at a certain time anymore. So the structure is a little bit gone right now. Uh, I also have been filling my time with a lot of video games. So uh, one of the games I've been playing is Animal Crossings, which lines up with your actual time zone. So you have to get on you to do your daily like tasks or chores around your island, but there's also stores on your island that actually open at a certain time and close at a certain time. Wow, talk about mimicking real life. <laughs> right? So, it's just, I find myself getting caught up in this virtual reality world of Animal Crossing sometimes and really worrying about, like, oh, I need to make sure I get this done so that by tomorrow it will be like this. And I also find myself realizing, oh, I, I wanted to get on real quick to make some money. I have to make sure I get there 
before the store closes. And it's pretty funny that I can really plan ahead when it comes to a game to manage time, but when it comes to my real life living here at home right now, I realize that, oh, I'll just jump on a video game for 20 minutes real quick, 30 minutes tops, and quickly two hours goes by. And then I'm I'm crunched in the real world of what I need to get done in the day, which is, you know, making food, taking care of chores, and even um, working on work emails. So your initial goals, you would say, would actually change as you get immersed in, you know, having an abundance of time for the day. Yeah, um, it does, oddly enough, feel like I have way more time in the game to accomplish things compared to in my real life when, you know, that that conception is very uh, misconstrued. Nice, nice. I, I guess that's a, a fair assessment in saying how, like, for me, example, I work all the time and have to structure my time around it being super busy right now. But for you, it's just the opposite, which actually gives a, a great viewpoint on, you know, the difference in, in time management um, that currently a lot of people are, are facing. I know, uh, for instance, I know medical fields, they have a lot of nurses that probably are relatively on the same schedule as I am where they're running, you know, maybe six days on or something like that. And they're, they keep going because of this pandemic in place. And I can only feel for how they must get things done if they have families, if they have kids, stuff like that. This is something that's um, very important in life right now. And I feel it was, you know, the perfect topic to bring up. Uh, with that, I, I think we could go into the next uh, topic is is how to assess time, what it, what it really means. This next segment is about assessing time. Really, the best way to describe how to assess time is to describe what you do on an everyday basis. You're assessing time based off of going to work, you know, thinking about the 30-minute to an hour drive that you take or even to school at night when you know you have to get off work or you have to prepare meals for the kids when they get home, stuff like that. Everything you do... Sometimes you think about assessing time consciously, and other times you think about it unconsciously. And the unconscious times are the real important ones because they're left out of the equation of everything you do. It's either that you don't think about it because you're programmed to do so, or it's like brushing your teeth. It's something you do, but it takes up such a minute amount of time that you don't look at it as being that much. But when you do it over time... And a lot of times, it really adds up. One of the best ways to describe what I'm talking about is a video from YouTube that I saw while actually trying to get homework done one night. And it's How to Spend Your Day by Rob Dial. Have you uh, seen that video on YouTube, Kelly? Yes, uh, the one where he takes the candy and parts it out? Yes, exactly. Um, For those of you who haven't seen the video, it shows candy being poured out onto a a canvas and explains that one piece of candy equals one day of life over the course of 80 years. And 
they then go on to show individual pieces being pulled out to form a certain amount of time that you either spend on YouTube watching videos or that you spend on social media or you spend grooming yourself for personal hygiene or that you spend traveling to work and working and that takes up such a big amount of our time that it relates back to what I said about being unconsciously aware that you're doing something such as brushing your teeth and when the vet video ended it showed that you have about a little over 4,000 days left to do the things you love in the grand scheme of things it started out at 29,200 from the beginning and now you're down to a little over 4,000 that you actually get to do what you want to do and I find that very interesting in the whole uh, topic of talking about conflict and time management because most of the time you spend doing things that you're that are compulsory or y you have to do when I watched the video I was really motivated to be like I'm going to do more with my life because this really makes me think about the time that I either spend watching TV or just the time I spent that's not really useful and this can this is what was drawn from the the first point of how time can be mismanaged Kelly what were your thoughts on when you watched the video um I found it really surprising that over 80 years of life we only have about 4,000 days left over and out of those leftover days those are used for you know, hiking with friends, uh, going out to eat, or even taking like a spa day. So overall, the video kind of quickly put it into perspective that I really shouldn't be letting these days go to waste. That sounds pretty reasonable. So would you actually say then that the video was a fair assessment on how people should view time based off of representation of days in their everyday life? Most definitely. You you got to make every day count. I agree with that. I, I think that the candy video really depicts what we don't see and some things that we do see and that everybody should think about the time that they spend not to be depressing that we only have so many days but to really make use of the time. That actually will walk us into our third panel uh, how to invest time. Our third segment is how to invest time. I have a personal story on that matter. Uh, about five to six years ago, I deleted my Facebook and haven't gone back. The reason for that was that I didn't feel it was worth my time anymore. I would get on there, I would post something, I would wait for replies and to no avail none would come. It was kind of depressing. So I shut it down and I moved on with my life and found out that I got more out of time because I wasn't sitting around wasting uh, my thoughts on something that really didn't matter. And with that, I looked at ways that I invested time. The three things I can think about off the top of my head are planning ahead, doing what you want to do, and have a third party help you plan your day if you need it. 
The first one, planning ahead, it's self-explanatory. It could be something as simple as putting coffee grinds in the coffee maker before the next day so you're ready to go out the door when you leave for work or anything else you're doing in the day. It could be something as complex as installing a motion sensor in a laundry room where when you're leaving with your hands full or a full basket that you don't need to think about turning off, it just does it on its own. And then uh, the third point there, have a third party help you plan your day. Now this could be anyone from a coach that says, hey, you got this, you're going to get up today and do some stuff. Or like a nutritionist that says, hey, this is how you know, you're going to eat your meal, what you should be eating. Just someone to help you plan ahead. That, And they're going to structure your day around that. And then when you have structure in your day, over a period of time it becomes routine. And then re routines become easier because it's something you already know. And then when you've done a routine for such a long time you start knowing that, hey, I know that's going to be this amount of time, so I have plenty of time to do other things. Because anyone knows when you first start a routine, you're not the best at it, and it takes a little bit to work the rough edges out. So, In the textbook I had for class, Interpersonal Conflict by Joyce Hawker and William Wilmont, I learned that having that third-party intervention can sometimes help you see things that you don't normally see. And that's why I think the third party was probably the, the best option because they allow you to do uh, my first point, planning ahead and help you get that right. And then second, they help you get what you want and do what you want to do. So if it were the fitness person, you want to get more fit, well, they're going to give you the goals to do so and tell you how to do so. I feel, though, uh, Kelly, you've had some time to uh, dabble on Facebook and some other social media platforms. And well, what do you make of, of the time, the now and later of time? And how do you choose what, what to do based off of your experiences? Well, obviously, social media can sometimes be a pitfall of us investing a lot of energy and effort into something that might not give us the best return. But actually, the beginning of this year, I read this book, The Happiness Project by Gretchen Rubin. Uh, she also even did a TED Talk kind of overviewing her own happiness project and how it's centered around time management. And it really struck a chord with me. And I'm really glad that I got to read her book because I took two pieces of advice from her. Um, it was about blocking off your time and there was three different segments, 90 minute, 15 and one minute segments. Uh, the 90 minute block of time is meant for like those big important projects that really need the most amount of focus and attention. And that might have some type of deadline to get done. Um, and then after doing a bigger block of time like that, then you take a 15 minute break. And during those breaks, that's when you should be filling it with your text messages, your phone calls, or even a quick Facebook update or check. Um, but you shouldn't be investing any more than 15 minutes towards towards that type of social media. And then lastly, she had her one-minute rule that applied to, if you can do it now, don't wait till later. And this is something simple as in like, you know, putting your plate into the dishwasher or hanging up your coat when you come in when it's cold instead of throwing it on the couch. 
And that, that really was a huge takeaway for me, you know, instead of investing all this time, even into social media, I mean, I commend you for deleting a Facebook. That's a huge part of connection to other people. But by deleting that, you have definitely saved yourself that extra bit of time. For me, I've learned to cut it back to just those quick little 15-minute breaks each day. Right, and I realize some people, you know, like the um, the actual platform of being able to talk to people, um, I guess from a introvert kind of perspective. I'm more of an extrovert. I like talking to people, which I'm glad you're on this show. I would have been driven crazy if I had to talk to myself and try and explain all this to whoever would be listening. <laughs> right, right. That's a excellent um, advice coming from the book and, and the text that you have that everyone could learn something from. And that the best way to, to take away from not just this panel, but the whole podcast is really investing your time in, in making it work for you. You want to do that in such that you feel more benefit, not just seeing what other people do and then being like, I wish I could be like that, because that's the time you're now spending investing in other people. And the ways to prevent those distractions is is a, a commitment forward that you have to have in yourself to be like, well, I want to spend the time doing this. And understanding how that time is used is one of the main ways to prevent that distraction such as we talked about the assessing time in, in the other panel. Um, and then effective time bartering. Time in equals time out. And that's that's your negotiating right there. That's you being like, well, I can spend 10 minutes going to the grocery store because I want to buy cookies, or I can spend 14 minutes making my own cookies and I don't have to go anywhere. It's that extra four minutes that you're looking at, well, what is it worth it here? Or do I have to spend money, gas, and whatnot to go to the grocery store? That's where the negotiation of time really comes into conflict and time management. To wrap things up, I would like the audience to take away three things. Why it's so hard to get things done in an everyday life when you have a lot of distractions going on that eat up your time. And that could be anything from working too many hours to going to school full time and just not leaving yourself enough time to relax. The next point would be how to assess your time. And that's looking at everything you have and what you do on an everyday schedule. And understanding what that time is really helps set you up for the third point of how to get more out of time. And that can be anything from loading up a dishwasher and pushing the start button instead of hand washing to automatically brew coffee for you before you walk out the door. You could also use any of uh, Kelly's tips that she pointed out today from the literature that she read, which would be setting aside 90 minute blocks of time to set yourself up for not getting overtasked or just taking care of something in the moment and getting it done. So thank you, Kelly, for coming in today and uh, being a guest on my first ever podcast about conflict and time management. Sure thing. The pleasure was mine. And thank you to all the listeners out there who enjoyed this podcast. I hope it was great. Um, this is Jeff Riley signing off. Stay safe out there.